Love Talk Radio. This is where we tell our stories our way here in the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, T-Town, my hometown. Anyway, hey, we've got a great show going on today. You want to call a family member, call a friend, tell them that William Tisdale is in the house and we're going to be uh, chopping it up, talking about various different things that concern you and the community, you know, so You can dial the number 646-716-5525. And don't forget to press that one button if you want to talk to William and myself right here on the Bobby Eaton Show. And our motto is we tell our stories our way. Well, a few things going around, you know, in the country. So, uh, and it's been like, uh, I think, some um, shootings and stuff taking place and I don't know what this world is actually coming to, but, hey, we got to get it together. we got to learn how to come together, especially in our community, educating our youth, our young, our people, bringing about some some knowledge and wisdom, sharing with them. I tell uh, them all the time, I say, hey, you guys need our wisdom and we need your energy, you know. So if you can put both of those together, boy, you can really have it going on and have it popping wherever you're at in this country. So if you're listening, hey, we want you to, like I said earlier, call a family member, call a friend, and uh, we're going to get into this show. Keep in mind that every Thursday night, it's the Juice Radio Show. People are always asking me, I mean, what's this Juice Radio Show? Juice Radio Show, various youth from various different high schools come into the studio, uh, Booger T, McLean. Central Rogers, you name it, they come in here every Thursday at 6 p.m., and they do radio broadcasts their way. Not my way, but their way. So we want you to tune in. Hold on one second. I got to get this live stream going. I'm I'm sitting up here. <laughs> I ain't hit the, hit the button. But anyway, you got to tune in every Thursday night. Ramal, the hometown heat, he heads up the Juice Radio Show. 
And if you'd like to get in touch with us over here at Eaton Media Services, you can drop by 1533 North Norfolk uh, Avenue right here on the corner of Norfolk and Pine Place. Or you can email us at eatonmusic2 at gmail.com. Again, that's E-A-T-O-N, music2 at gmail.com. And uh, we will serve you. You know, we're kind of more than just uh, a radio station because we do uh, community cleanups. We do uh, we give away backpacks <clears throat> with our uh, partners, Edurec and other companies. And we do a variety of different things. We raise do fundraisers for loved ones who can't bury their loved ones. And we do a variety of things over here. We just got back from a trip. Let's say we took the Juice Radio Show Hey, in the motorhome, we took them over in OU and uh, Norman and to their journalism department. And, man, those kids were just intrigued and, wow, look at this. And then we also took them to Oklahoma City to ACM over there where they could actually see this institution, which is like three stories high downtown. And it has a variety of recording studios, podcast centers, uh, murals of Aretha Franklin and James Brown and and Leon Russell and all of them on the walls. And it has a multitude of things to do. We went into a keyboard room where it was about 12 to 15 keyboards, and they teach you how to play, and uh, they got classes. They got, they got like a club down there to where those musicians and people who go to school can perform in. It was so nice. And those, those Juice members got a chance to get up on that stage and act kind of funny and you know, and do some things right there. They were laughing and performing. And, you know, it's just a great thing when you can see young people having fun with education as well, you know. And we had a whole lot of uh, classes that took place over there. You know, people were coming in, and it was great. Tune in, Juice Radio Show. Over here at Eat Media Services, KBOB 89.9, we've got 14 shows. We've got a woman show where women come together and do that. We've got Health of a Nation where people talk about health issues. we got, hey, World One Development come over here, Charles and Damali over here. we got a Negro Spiritual. He's got a show called Negro Nights, you know, and uh, we got a variety. Two Dog Sports Talk. Guys talk about some sports, and we got a, you just name it. We can go on and on. Go to our website. KBOB899.com. Again, the website is KBOB899.com and go there and you can see a variety of information. You can get information about uh, Black Wall Street 1921 massacre and so forth and so forth. Because, hey, over at this little small uh, radio station, we've had some very interesting people over here, uh, such as Danny Glover's been over here. Uh, uh, Benjamin Crump, uh, uh, Jesse Jackson, I mean, you name it, they've been off in here. Mayor Bynum's been in here. And so we've had a lot of influential people into this. We've had homeless people in here, you know, talking single parent, little bit, single parent moms have been in here, you know, and they they bring their children over here and we have the, we have the conversation. So that's what we do over here at kbob899.com. Now, we need your community support. It's hard to get some of us to get together and rub two nickels, you know, in our in our community. That's a kind of a difficult thing. But 
We need that support. You can cash app us at Eaton Media Services, or you can just drop by the studio. Once again, that address is 33 North Norfolk. We need your help. You know, we got to pay these bills, and we got to take care of business to keep this radio station functioning and moving about. This radio station is for you, not me, but it's for you. So with that being said, we're going to come back. Uh, We got William Tisdale in the house. Make those phone calls while we're doing this. Hey, this is Never Never Gonna Give You Up, featuring Toby Keith by Wayman Tisdale. Oh, 
excited um, just to be here today and, and just kind of share and listen to your audience that you're working with. But uh, I'm doing great, man. Well, good. That's good to know, man. Uh, Wayne, uh, I'm getting ready to call you Wayne. Don't worry about it, it, man. My mother used to do it. We could tell when we were in trouble if she called all three of us. Oh, well, uh, 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 yeah, uh, we were in trouble then. You were in trouble <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, huh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, I want to just welcome you to the show. Thank you. And, uh, you're doing some great things here in Tulsa. But first of all, for those listeners who are maybe somewhere in the country and they don't actually uh, know where, where you're at or where you were born, mm-hmm. where are you born, man? We were born in Fort Worth, Texas. Grew Fort up in, Worth, in Fort Texas. Worth, Texas, in Stop 6. Uh, we grew up in the neighborhood Stop, Stop 6. My father was called to uh, pastor church here when we were, um, I think Weldon was probably seven and Wayman and I was uh, five, four and five. So we moved here. So we tell people all the time that we know more friends and, and family, family in Tulsa, uh, than we do real family in, in Texas. Cause this is where we've been. This has become home. So, uh, since six years old, we've been growing up here. So this is, this is home. So, so we were born in Fort Worth, but Tulsa's home for us. I got you. I yeah. got you. So, how many brothers and sisters do you guys have? We have it was a, it was a total of uh, six of us, and six. so we have one girl and five boys. Okay, and one so, girl, huh? Yeah, one girl, and her name is Brenda. Brenda. Yeah. Where does she find, fall in it? She's the oldest. Oh, so, she's the oldest. Know, yeah, okay. she's the oldest, and then I have a uh, brother, Larry and Danny, and. Uh, there's a little gap between Weldon, which is the oldest of the youngest three, which was Weldon, William, and Wayman. Weldon would be the oldest, and Danny is the old, youngest of the oldest three. So it was an 11-year gap between there. So, you know, my, my parents took a break, and then they had more kids, and we're the younger version there. Mm-hmm. Younger version right there. Yeah. So when you your dad took a pastoral job here yep. in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in North Tulsa, right? Well, he started off in uh, uh Marston, Oklahoma, right outside of Redbird. And so Okay, that's yeah, where he started yeah, at? That's where we started. And, and and we were there for uh two or three years and then um in seventy 
on. Um, he was called to pastor church right up the street here, Liberty um, Baptist Church, which is here in Tulsa. Of, yep, in Tulsa, right off of Quincy and and Apache. Okay, I didn't know that. And then mm-hmm. 1976 is when he called, was called to pastor over at a Friendship Baptist Church, and he pastored there until he passed away in '97. In '97. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I remember when his passing was taking place. Now, being at the church or with friendship, mm-hmm. you know, your whole family was over there, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, what was it like being over there when your dad was there pastoring? You know, it was, it, I think we got a chance to see the church really grow. I mean, I think my father did something that was that was uh, a little different than probably most preacher's kids. He He, he allowed us to... Uh, do things and not just just church things, you know, but church was pri- primary of the priority of everything that we did. God was always central, but he also allowed us to to uh, go to a party every now and then, even though oh, we, he? yeah, yeah, but we okay. had to be, you know, we, our curfew was when the party was getting started, though, you know, so, so you <laughs> know, we tried, you. yeah, yeah, but, but uh, growing up in, in church, we got a chance, I mean, like I said, we have a lot of family, I mean, we still uh, go over there now and you just know a lot of people, I mean, you see kids that's grown up, uh, uh, I think you have one of the kids in your Juice uh, radio program, uh, Tiller Watson the Fourth, and, yeah, and yeah, you know yeah, I, I, yeah. I I I know his dad since he was young. Now to see him be a young man, now he told me the other day he's 23 years old. So so you know I think that that cycle of seeing uh, what come out of there, that's kind of some of the things that we see. See these kids that, right. that was born in the church, that's growing up now, uh, now coming back to impact the uh, community. That's great right there, man. You know, and it's good to work with youth, you yeah. know, and young people. And so I get off on it. Right. I really do. You know, some people, sometimes the seniors have a tendency to disconnect from young people yeah. because they think they're all the same. Mm-hmm. And sometimes some of the youth, some of, some of those get a bad rap. Right. You know, so, but it's not always like that. Yeah. You got some good kids out here and good youth out here that are doing great mm-hmm. things, you know, good good things right there. A small few of them are doing some crazy yeah, stuff. I, I think it's I, I think it's more the way you start the conversation. You know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you can either tear somebody down or build them up. And and so the thing that I began to uh, look at was always kind of. Uh, uh, guard my words, how you approach and how you speak to kids. You know, if you build them up and give them a little encouragement, you can get a lot more out of them than if you turn them down. You know, kids don't want to have, want to hear how far we had to walk uh, to school one way. You know? yeah, yeah, they don't want to hear <laughs> yeah, all that. In the snow and ice. Yeah, yeah, in the snow and ice. They don't want to hear about a, a gas being a quarter. You yeah, know, let right. me tell you, you don't know nothing about nothing, but you, 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 you know, yeah. we used to cut yards with, we used to cut yards yeah. with scissors. You know, yeah, they don't right, want to right, hear. Right, right. You know, yeah. Yeah. Pins, you know, so, you know, yeah. Uh, so I think right. that, you know, so seeing the way that you. You're right and, about that. Yeah, the way you input that really worked out. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's an inspiration for me. Uh, and everything that I do is when I see people like you and Reed and some of the other people throughout the community uh, just committing time to these young people. Yeah, it's important that we invest that time in it. Because I'm looking up, man, in my generation, we're we're grandparents yeah. and stuff, you know. Yep. We're like, I'm like, wow, that seemed like it happened fast. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I got three grandbabies, yeah, you know I what just, I mean? I'm right, like, yeah. man, what is going on right here? So uh, we just got to put that in mm-hmm. investment. Right. Back into our youth, you yeah. know, and stuff like that. But growing up around the house, tell me about the Tisdale household growing up, man. I want to know what it was like, you and your brothers and stuff around there, because you guys played sports. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we played sports. And it, it was between singing, 
and sports and and you know we would we would either be traveling singing you know because that, that that's kind of what would we you did go with church. your dad yeah we would go we would go out with our dad but we would mimic it when we'd be at home and then we would play uh basketball you know either football you know we would we would do table football and we we would have some of our greatest fights over table football where you used to make the little, little uh yeah the little paper yeah you kick it with your finger and you have yeah. to get it on the edge and right. and you know you, you you start cheating and you bring the you know but anyway mm-hmm. we would we 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 had a competitive household, you know, but uh, we had a love and we protected each other. So so growing up, I mean, we would play basketball and dunk on the little iron curtain rods that we would <laughs> hang up, you know, yeah. anything that we could create. that we could do right to, to create. And and uh, uh, over time, we just kind of became, you know, more and more competitive and and start figuring out how to how to play uh, competitive sports. My father always pushed us uh, in that area, and so. Like you said, their, their rule was always: if you're gonna be good in sports, you better be good in school. <laughs> you know, it education, wasn't no, yeah, education. Yeah, you wouldn't slide on oh, that yeah, one, right? Yeah, yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't be great in sport and come home with a C and D. You know, that, oh, that, that yeah. was not gonna work. That's, <laughs> you know, not, so. that's not the deal, right, right yeah, there, right? Yeah, no, no, that was not that. That was not even a negotiation point there. Mm-hmm. So. so you guys all made pretty good grades in school, huh? Yeah, pretty good grades. I mean, now that I'm older, I can always make myself sound a lot smarter than I was. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but but no, we 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 did. We make we make good grades uh we we were all well well wound up going to yale you know? oh that's great yeah, he went I, to I yale. didn't know that yeah he, he he went to yale he set the bar really high so you know we always had to hear when we got to booker t oh your brother was so smart and we were just like man he is smart we mm-hmm. always looked up to him right you know so but the the standards were so high you know it was uh we just had to do the best that we could do following him and, that is great and uh so yeah that's kind of a little bit uh you know about close-knit family oh yeah 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 close-knit. mother father mm-hmm. brothers and a sister yeah you guys are very close you know like that well let's uh uh out of that family became a superstar what i say wayman yeah, yeah. you know wayman yeah. uh had a basketball career and it was that playing when he was playing at Booger T, mm-hmm. is that where it started? Uh, uh, did it start before then? It, it started at, at at Booger T. I mean, a funny story. When he was at Carver, his eighth grade year, he didn't even start. He wasn't even playing, you know, and, and, and he missed a shot uh, in Carver's eighth grade. So our ninth grade year, we went undefeated uh, and won uh, the, the uh, uh, city championship at Carver my year and Wayman was a year behind me mm-hmm. and they went undefeated and they lost the very last game. And so uh, Wayman missed the last shot. I think back then Frank Carr and some of the other kids was playing with him, but he missed the last shot. So he felt last like shot a of the game. Yeah. The last shot of the game, oh. I mean, you know, and he, oh. was, he was this tall kid, you know, uh-huh. and, and uh, so, you know, he, he felt bad, you know, everybody was calling him, you know, they laughed at him cause he was this big kid. They couldn't hit any shot. He was, a little awkward and and uh um coach uh when we got over to Booker T coach Mims yeah you know he he saw something in us so he started investing time in us and to, yeah into you guys yeah huh? yeah and so he took us to to Milledgeville Georgia a little bitty town in the middle of nowhere I couldn't even take you to Milledgeville okay but it was it was at the ABCD camp which was a the, the competitive now they have all the AU and everything but but that was kind of like the the who's who and so uh, uh, Coach Mike Mims took us there, and 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 we started playing. But Wayman really began to develop his game. I mean, he had that that smooth left hand, and and uh, that's kind of where he started getting recognized. And then we just start 
playing every day. I mean, he and I would play one-on-one for hours, you know mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, making each other better. And like I said, I, I think I made him better than he made me. That's why he wound up getting to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, but that that's kind of how it got started. And Weldon was always the, the, the athletic one that could jump out of the gym. Weldon played quarterback. I mean, anything. He, he played all mind. stuff. Oh, huh? yeah, yeah, he could play, he really he could play everything. Yeah, and so... So when we look at it, you know, we that, that competitiveness amongst each other, you know, I remember growing up with Lee Bruner and some of the other kids that was in the neighborhood, you know, that, that could shoot and you pick up all of these bad habits, you know, that, that you Right, learn. right. But, you you know, we, we we played on asphalt courts. You remember that when you fall? Oh, man, you fall, yeah. you're going you're gonna to get it. You're going to scrape up your knees. Yes, you got sir. rocks in your hands. Yes, so, sir. You know, and if you cried, you know, everybody called you a little baby. So, you know, that's mm-hmm. kind of where we grew up. But but I think that that's what began the competitive stage of where we were was was uh, kind of what Coach Mims uh, began to take us to camps. Mm-hmm. Coach Mims, great yep. coach. Yep, great coach. Great, great coach. man. Yeah, yeah great man right there. Yep. So Wayman went through Booger T. Washington, mm-hmm. and then he left and went to OU. OU. Yep. Right, and next thing you know, he was showing out down there at OU. Yeah, he, he was. Uh, see, I went down the year before, and oh, you uh, read, oh, yeah. you read OU first. Yeah, yeah. I, I, okay. I was. I, I went down. I graduated in '81 after we won the state championship, and then we had made a pact that we were going to go to school together. Okay. Uh, a funny story. I was. I was good in football. I just didn't like the politics in football. Oh, you it was know. politics for and, sure. And and uh, a story that most people don't know is is my 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 sophomore year. Uh, Barry Twitzer was coming over to look at Booger Paul Parker. Booger Paul. Yeah, Booger Paul. Paul yeah, Parker. Yeah, I played. remember he's a big boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, Booger Paul. Yeah, yeah, he was big back in those and, days. And uh, uh, Barry saw me in the, in, the, in the gym, and he was like, hey, uh, I, I tell you what, I'll give you – I'll guarantee you a scholarship if you don't play football. Because back then they would hide players. You know, they'd see potential in, you know. He, mm-hmm. And he would always look at me. So now he always – he'd give me a hard time whenever he see me. So, so I wound up focusing on, on basketball, you know. So coaches would always say, hey, how come you don't come out and play football? You know, and my, my only thing was, how do I get to college at the next level? I never knew that my basketball skills would allow me to go there. So mm-hmm. Wayman and I had made a commitment to go to college together. So when he came there, his uh, I went there for one year, and he would come and spend just about every weekend with me, and every weekend he was not come visit me. And Norman, I would come back here and watch him play. But, uh, yeah, his first year we played uh, – his first game was against uh, Reggie Theus and and uh, the UNLV team that was ah, like ranked number yeah, one. I think I they had, that. Yeah, they had like three number one draft picks and and we went into UNLV and and uh, uh, Wayman had twenty three points and we beat them. So that kind of put us on, you know, put us on, on, put the, you map on the map there. right there. Oh, yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. He had that little smooth left hand and and uh, and from there it just became poetry in motion where. You know his talent just get continue to get a lot better, and I mean he just dominated from the time he hit the floor. Wow, yeah. And then he went on to pros. Mm-hmm. You know from OU. Yep. And he went straight to the was it Phoenix? No, he went to uh, Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Indiana that's Pacers, what it was. Yep. To the Pacers. Huh? Right. Yeah. And and but he, he played with a few teams, didn't he? Yeah, he played with the with with what the Pacers, the Kings, and then he he finished up with the Suns. The Suns, yep, right. Yep, the Phoenix Suns. Wasn't, wasn't he was there, Charles Barkley? Yep, Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he played with uh, Charles Barkley. It was Kenny Smith. They had a great team that year. Yeah. And they played Houston and when Hakeem, right. Olajuwon, and, and, and Drexler. Uh, and Drexler. And, and yeah. Uh, yeah, the last they, – they had, they had the finals in that grasp, and, and uh, uh, 
oh, I can't remember the guy's name for Houston to hit the last second three shot, the three pointer that mm-hmm. that gave Houston the win. So that yeah, kind of yeah, 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 yanked it away. Right, yeah, because they won. Let's see, Houston won two two yep. years in a row. Won two years in a row. Which Elijah won. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Was Kenny Smith? Yeah, he left. Uh-huh. Kenny, Kenny Smith, Wayman, and Kenny played together in Sacramento, in Sacramento. and then Kenny left and went to Houston. Yeah, and so, in there, right. And, and so, yeah, that was kind of where that was there. And then mm-hmm. uh, at, at Sacramento, Spud Webb. I mean, they always yeah. had some mediocre. Spud I think, Webb. Like, yeah, Sacramento got good when uh, Chris Webber got out there. Yeah, you know? right, so, exactly. So that was kind of – but when you go back and look at Wayman's career, you know, he, he averaged 18 points. He averaged 9.8 rebounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, you know, you look at it, anybody – most people would be excited about that. You know, that, mm-hmm. that those are – most people, uh, grade school averages. You right, know, he exactly. did that at the highest level. And, exactly. And so, you know, I, I think that, that if, if he – if he played in today's time, it would be a lot different than what it was back then. I mean, okay. back then, yeah. What do you think the difference would have been? Well, I mean, the number one, today you got a lot more facing up, you know, a lot more one-on-one ball. Uh, back then, you know, you had the back to the uh, basket uh, center, you know, seven-footers, and then everybody else kind of filled in. Uh, so I think he, uh, he Wayman had a ability. He could he could face up and shoot the ball really well. I mean, you know, and, mm-hmm. and he can handle the ball really well. So I think that that would have showcased some of his talent on uh, on the offensive end a lot more than just with his back turned to the bucket, grabbing the ball, exactly, turning around, exactly. shooting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would have been good. Okay. Uh, uh, m- uh, moving forward. Now let me ask you this. I'm a bass player. Mm-hmm. I play bass. When did Wayman start? playing bass guitar. Now, I know that had to be during, probably during the time he was learning how to play basketball or something, yeah. right? What happened? How did that come about? We uh, At church, we were, when he, we were young, I mean, Wayman started playing, he played the upright bass at, at, at um, uh, Emerson. Oh, Emerson okay. had a little music program. In so, the elementary school. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and he would bring this big old upright bass home, uh, you know, all, uh, all day, and he'd have it on his back, and he would bring that home, and he would he would learn upright bass, and then uh, in my in my dad's church, we would have to, you know, we, we either he was going to sing or play an instrument. Well, he was always good enough to start playing. So when we were probably early teens, 10, 11, my dad would bring back, you know, uh, uh, instruments, and he would bring back guitars, and Wayman would play till the strings fall off, and then we would put carpet on there and uh-huh. drum it with carpet trying really? to get sound. Trying yeah. to get sound, huh? Yeah, and so my... My fault was I, I selected a, a loud instrument, the drum. So, you know, yeah, it was not very much time to play drums because they was real loud, you know. But, <laughs> but he began to play play bass and look at it. You know, I still remember the uh, uh, Lakeside song that he would learn how to play. You Boy, know? fantastic. He was happy when he got that down. And, and then he just kind of uh, fell into the music part of it, you know, yeah. and and uh, so I, when he was in college, he was playing. He was still playing, right? Yeah, he would always practice. You know, always had the bass in his hand and, uh, and would play and practice. We would come back to Dad's church and we would either uh, play or sing in the choir. Weldon was always the choir director uh, and could sing. You know, and 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 uh, uh, so we were always. I, I was always in the choir. I would like to blend right. my. You know, my voice was meant to blend with people. It's yeah, not right. A, yeah. I don't have a solo voice. You yeah, know? I got you. I got <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. I got you. But uh, but yeah, he would. Wayman would. I mean, that's something that he 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 loved was was playing that, that bass. Yeah, huh? playing that bass and, and and even throughout, he always played it upside down. Right. You know, he yeah, because he's left handed. Yeah, right? he played left handed, but he played a right handed. So 
He didn't know how to restring it, so he just learned how to play a right-hand bass upside down. Okay. And that's why the strings was always – so people would always look at it and say, how is he playing that? Because, right. Yeah, it was, it was, it was upside that's, down. Yeah, that yeah. was – I, I yeah. used to offer one of them. I said, man, he's playing it upside down. Yeah. But he didn't change no strings. <laughs> right, no. Yeah. If you would have given him a left-handed guitar, he probably couldn't have played a lick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. Yeah. Yeah. But he started playing the bass guitar – and all of a sudden, a musical career started. Yeah. Now, did that start during the professional basketball times, or did it start after his career? No, I started started during the basketball time. He he set up a little studio and he started to to record. And and uh, um, um, I remember when Kenny Kenny G came to town uh, one time and was playing, and then he would listen to. You know uh, Robert Wilson. And, yeah, Robert and, Lynn, and, right? Yeah, Wilson. and then he would he would always listen to you know uh, different people that would that would play be bass. Playing. Yeah, they played bass. He loved that, like bass Mar- players. Yeah, Marvin Root and uh, 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 the Johnson. You talking yeah. about Marcus Marcus Miller? Yeah, Mar- Marcus Miller. Yeah, when he yeah, met Victor, Marcus, Victor yeah, Wooten. Victor Wooten. That's yeah, right. Victor, uh-huh. Victor uh, Wooten and, and Marcus Miller. You know, when he met Marcus Miller, Marcus Miller. They, they, t- they got they got in touch with yeah, each other. Huh? Yeah, yeah. They they got really they got Close. in touch with. Yeah, Marcus came over to the studio uh, when Wayne was playing for Sacramento. They were well, I guess Wayne went to his studio and they was playing in L.A. one night and 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 Marcus was listening to him. Marcus said, "Hey, man, you." you kind of know what you're doing a, a little bit. And so, uh-huh. so, you know, I think Wayman began to kind of start saying, hey, you know, maybe I can take this serious. So Marcus told him, he said, hey, look, if you're going to be a real musician, he said, you got to come up with three notes. When people hear them, they know it's, it's you. you. And that was kind of that. So whenever you heard the bump, 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 that was his signature. Yeah, his signature. And so from there, uh, he and Marcus and 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 everybody start the 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 funniest thing about Wayman everybody was a big star to him and he just he, he would act like a little kid around you know I mean? <laughs> that was crazy he never saw himself as a big star but, right but but Marcus kind of helped shape that that whole uh, relationship and and I just watched him kind of grow and become serious and 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 all of those things I mean it, it's amazing to see him go from. Uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, exactly. To to playing the bass and mm-hmm. and ultimately, music became his real love. You know, he was he was he was excellent in in in, in sports, but he was great in music. I mean, mm-hmm. he he was able to learn how to write songs and play key. You know, learn how to play different instruments. Engineer and, and all of oh, that. Yeah, huh? yeah, engineer. He really got into it. Didn't oh he? yeah, yeah, yeah. He really got into it real big time. You know that mm-hmm. is, and you know. Uh, uh, his wife Regina, she, you know, she's still around, you know, here, and right. she, she still have a lot, and and, and uh, so, you know, she she has. Is, is the studio still up there? Yeah, but it's not. It's, it, you know, I I think that you know it's it's not uh, operational, but but Regina has a book, so people can be on the watch out for. She's written a book, kind of to, okay. to capture okay, a lot you. of the things that we're you know that we're talking about. But mm-hmm. but I think, like you say, the the basis of the foundation for people such as yourself and mm-hmm. and and other. Music of people is kind of what Wayman look at. You know, mm-hmm. he was always mm-hmm. like, man, it would amaze him when we go out to L.A. and say, man, this dude is from Tulsa. Do you know, mm-hmm. you know, I, I ran into you know, him Bobby, out there. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, but, right, but, but right. you guys, you got you guys were already big time by the time that, 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 that you oh, know, we man. would run out there. And, we were just intrigued and so happy to see a homeboy like Wayman right. move into the fold where he was getting recognized. Yeah. And you know he Wayman a little bit younger than us, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, and we were like, yeah, man, Wayman, yeah. man, Wayman's doing it. Yeah, you yeah. know, even he even cut a 
a song or two with Robert Wilson, mm-hmm. they yeah. did a song exactly. together, yeah. and we would run into him performing right. from place to place, and Fred was out there with him yeah. as well, and yeah. it, homeboys, oh, man. Yeah. That you was know? a, you know, I, yeah. my, my, my brother-in-law, they had a band, Colorblind, when we yeah, were I remember in, Colorblind. Yeah. Yeah. when we were in college, that was kind of like, you know, Wayne used to be like, because, you know, they would run around, they that had was Donnie, had, Donnie yeah, Horn. Donnie Horn, yeah, Horn, yeah, had his hair slicked down. Yeah, he, they, they, yeah, he they, had his little baby hair slicked right. down, you know? <laughs> Like the deal. They yeah. had they had that new day hairstyle, yeah. and and people in Tulsa didn't understand right. it yeah. at first. Oh, they looking like that? Why? You know that like you say the deal yeah. and yeah. Morris Day and them type yeah. hairstyle. We, we couldn't get away with that hairstyle. You know mm-hmm. we we have we, if we would have went there with all that grease in our hair on the court, Coach Coach Stubbs would have kicked oh, us yeah. off the court. Oh yeah, it wasn't going. It wasn't happening. Yeah, so so that kind of set the stage for Wayman wanting to get out and 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 mm-hmm. uh, uh, travel and kind of kind of pursue music as a as a real, you know, uh, opportunity. So, and, you know, and it panned off. It, it happened. Yeah, exactly. You know, it actually happened for him. A lot of great. How many albums did he put, did he do? Albums, uh, eight or nine albums. I know eight he did one nine. gospel. I think uh, gospel was the last album. Yeah, and he, he did, did a 21 funk, he did day. A funk album. Oh yeah. He did a funk album that was released, uh, post posthumously after he had mm-hmm. passed away. But, oh yeah, but he had written that deal. Mm-hmm. We would sit up and laugh at all of the, uh, you know, the, the the chicken and, and uh-huh. chitlins and greens and, you know but it, 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 if you haven't heard it you yeah. need to just go listen to some yeah, of that right. to be amazed at he, how he could blend yeah. Uh, uh, the, the 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 funkadelic sound with, with, uh, with jazz, jazz sound, sound yeah right. you know and and, and, I, I, and you know he had a homeboy of ours who worked with him Arthur Thompson yeah 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 drummer yeah. Arthur who oh, worked yeah. on a lot on some of his cuts with him yeah Arthur could yeah. sing I mean you know Arthur, yeah, yeah. Arthur we 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 kind of grew up with Arthur them his father was a pastor as well exactly. so you know but it was like. It was like 50 Thompsons in their family. Oh, it was, I know <laughs> Jesse Thompson, right. my classmate. Yeah. So I but, but know. all of them are always good. But but Arthur was a was a drummer and could sing and do a lot of stuff. And like you say, him and Wayman did a lot of things together. Yeah, they were they were they were great of that generation. I think yeah. they I used to say them are some of the last of that generation yeah. of live entertainers. Right. Yeah. You know, before yeah. everybody started pushing buttons. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That, <laughs> you know, that, that, that Live in music, live yeah. in music. Right. Yeah. man, and I wish it would go back to where some of the younger people would start picking up yeah. instruments again, right. right? You know, and actually start playing yeah. them, you know, uh, because it's a lot of talent. Oh yeah, when you can do it, it takes a lot of talent to play an right. instrument. You know? Well, I remember like uh, when when uh, Ray Parker Jr. came out and he yeah. played all the instruments. You know, mm-hmm. we would we would just we would just you know floored uh, by yeah, yeah. floored by all of the you know yeah, and, and yeah. I and I think that those were kind of the things. I think Prince later on came up and did the same thing. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. He did. Yeah, and so like you say that 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 uh, uh, musicology or whatever you want to call it, you know that theory. Mm-hmm. That theory. I, I, you know, everything is so sampled now. You don't really know who can really do what. You know, but back then everything was live. Remember that was you guys like that. I mean, y'all, uh, y'all you know. Hey. Oh man, we loved the live situation. <laughs> yeah. We used to say, "Take it to the stage." Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great thing and a great era and a great time. You know, because we used to be playing around, especially around here. Me and Charlie Wilson and mm-hmm. all of us had bands, and right. we would play around town, and it was plenty of places yeah. to play. Exactly. Back in those days and those times, it's plenty i'm talking about mm-hmm. i could call up a club owner and say hey man who's playing there this weekend right. nobody well we want to come in there yeah and he, they would book us and boom there we go you know? i think that's what we need to really see tulsa come back to yeah it's, it, it's for a place to be a place that that people can 
especially our young talent. Yeah. That they have opportunity to perform, you know. I mean, that's, multiple, that's the missing yeah, link. Exactly. And, 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 the missing and you link. know, that, I think that those are the things that, that the thing that bring people together is food and music, that's you it. know, and food and, and good right. restaurants, yeah. good music, good entertainment, yeah. because it frees us up from the oppression and the stress. Yes, exactly. You know, and we get, well, I'm going out to this place this evening right. to yeah. hear this band or hear somebody perform and eat some good food. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, and we don't have to wait until nine and 10 o'clock yeah, to do exactly. that. Right. We can do that during the daytime yeah. and yeah. do it in the evenings or happy hour, or, you know, and, and that, all that. Yeah. And I think that that, if, if we could bring that energy, that model, like you say, even over lunch, you got nice little, you know, yeah, jazz, jazz band, but, but you got corner. your talent, your young talent. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I think we're so busy trying to drive kids to be in a small box that we lose lose sight of the talent uh, that exists either musically or through uh, uh, dance or art or, you know, culinary art. I mean, there's just so many talents within this community. Oh, man, you uh, wouldn't believe the talents that are sitting around here in oh, Tulsa. Yeah. And the issue is, well, with a lot of them, they just don't have the outlet. Right, yeah. You yeah, know, exactly. we only got one or two places right. for live entertainment to perform yeah. when it comes to African-American culture. Yeah, exactly. There's plenty of other races that right. have their their places to yeah, go to. Exactly. But we don't have a lot of facilities to do that. And we don't have a lot of black media sources mm-hmm. to pull from. We and the ones that we do have, we just need to invest in them. Right, yeah. You know, we got the Oklahoma Eagle, Black right, Wall Street yeah, Times, exactly. uh Greenwood Tribune, right, right. uh Eden Media Services. Yeah. And you know, we need to start cultivating those areas so right. where we can get our words and our message out to the world. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. I think that that's the, the thing that we got to, we have to learn to invest in ourselves first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, I think that we've become a, a, a community that relies on grants, you know, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Pro, you know, when, 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 if we invest in ourselves, I think that we got a, a leadership group now, you know, and, and that, that's, like, that's focused on teaching us how mm-hmm. or encouraging us to invest in each other, you know, invest in ourselves and our community, have pride in what we do and, and, mm-hmm. and, and let that be the celebration point. And I believe that that, that, that is attraction Tupa when you do what you're naturally good at. And I mm-hmm. think that that's what's lacking is our venues that, that, that our kids can be comfortable to perform and, and also uh, investment made where, where all people will come and listen to it because, you know, it, yeah. it works on Bill Street. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it does. Well, look here. We're going to take a break. All right. A pause for the call. Yes, sir. They say I got to pay some of the bills. What's going on You know them? what I mean? So I got to pay them. And we'll be right back. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way in the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa. So 646-716-5525 if you want to talk on the air. How to order chicken wings. Number one, find a good wing spot. I know a wing spot. Max Wings. Number two, decide if you want a combo or if you want to order a la cava. Huh? What's that? Well, combos come with chicken, veggie sticks, fries, and a drink for a discounted price. A la carte means that you order each item separately. Ah, okay. Three, decide if you want bone-in, boneless, or cauliflower wings. And then determine the delicious flavor you want on your wings. 
I didn't even know cauliflower had wings. You learn something new every day. Have you been to Max Wings? Yep, yep, Max yep. Wings is located at 782 East Pine Street in Tulsa. We're open Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. and on Friday and Saturday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Come to Max Wings, home of the dry rub fries. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community. The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. Last Stop Lawn Maintenance and Landscaping is hiring today. Must have a valid driver's license and must have a two years verifiable experience mowing and lawn maintenance with the company. Strict attendance policy is required. Honest, dependable, and team-oriented. No sex offenses or crime against children. Must apply online at www.laststoplawnmaintenance.com. Apply today. We're ready for life beyond COVID-19, beyond boundaries. It's time to move beyond, connect beyond, celebrate beyond, live beyond. And the vaccine is our best shot at getting there. Get your free vaccine at vaccinate918.com today. Brought to you by the Tulsa Health Department. Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. Tulsa Transit is excited to introduce the Route 969 Workforce Express Network. The new Highway 169 Corridor Job Shuttle, WEN, is a fixed route service offering access from North Tulsa and Turley. Stops include Macy's, Amazon, Whirlpool, and Port of Catoosa. Save time and money when you ride the WEN Route 969. And for your protection, buses are clean daily. Visit TulsaTransit.org for more details. Sunday Dinner by Janet, the place you can get all of your Sunday dinner favorites, such as chicken and dressing, country-style meatloaf, southern fried tactics, so much more. No need for you to wait until Sunday anymore. You can visit us every Thursday through Sunday from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. Dine in or carry out. That's Sunday Dinner by Janet, located at 531 East Apache in the historic Apache Circle Center. Have a question? Call me, 918-951-5143. Thank you for calling Sunday Dinner. This is Janet. 
How can I help you? What's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you listen to 89.9 FM. Hey, it's Alfred Woodard. When I'm in Tulsa, I keep it on K-Bob. That's how I find out what's really happening. KBOB 89.9 FM. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're back on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Uh, you can dial the number 646-716-5525. We got the one and only Wayne. Uh, we, I keep saying Wayman. William Tisdale is in the house. You know, and we've been chopping it up and talking about some family history and information like that. So tell us exactly, William, what do you have going on? Well, we got a, I've been in economic development uh, for 30 years of my uh, career. I started out at the uh, downtown Tulsa Chamber of Commerce back in the uh, early 90s. And uh, so I learned a, a lot about business recruitment, feasibility, study, and all of those things. And and uh, back in 2005, we, we launched a, I launched a firm called 2020 Management, which is a owner's rep uh, firm where we assist owners that do not have construction and uh, design experience and building and developing their their uh, concept and project. So we started that out in 2005. Uh, it's taken us a while to build. You know, being a black-owned firm, a minority, a majority-owned uh, black-owned firm, it's taken us a lot a while to get traction. But we we're glad that we stayed true. Uh, to what we were trying to accomplish. Uh, about a year ago, uh, uh, a gentleman by the name of Greg Shaw, uh, uh, African-American gentleman, he joined our team, and, and Greg has a, a long history, uh, background history in, in, in construction management. He uh, he was superintendent on the BOK building. He did Martin. He did the Wayman Tisdale Clinic. Uh, he did the Oasis store. So, so we built a, a real strong team. Uh, Another gentleman by the name of Gary Sparks, uh, he was making investment back in the community uh, back in the 90s when I was first going, when we was first beginning to get the Greenwood Chamber back uh, mm-hmm. up and going. Uh, Gary would Gary would do uh, pro bono services through his uh, architect firm to get designs going. We was try- we've been trying to you well, you know this. I mean, we've been trying to redevelop Greenwood for 30 years. Oh, sure, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, yeah, and and and, and so. Uh, finally, we, we we believe that the timing is right uh, and that the opportunity is right. So so when you think about that, what we have, what I've been doing is is really just kind of uh, owning my skills and 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 working uh, in the uh, uh, economic development deal to try to build relationships that kind of led us to where we are today. Man, great, great, great. So um, Evan Spintu, mm-hmm. tell us about. This project is coming up. You're heading this project up, right? Yeah, uh, my team, 2020 Management. We're 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 the lead master developer uh, now, on this. Now, explain to our listening audience mm-hmm. in layman's terms, okay, of what's going on in North Tulsa with the Evans Fintu movement. Okay, uh, the city of Tulsa uh, has they 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 let they, they released a RFQ, which is a request a request for qualification about four months ago, and uh, seven firms uh, responded. Uh, they shortlisted or they narrowed those seven firms down, what they call shortlisted, down to four. 
uh, and uh, now there's three firms uh, that's still involved. It's uh, it's ourself, 2020 Management, uh, Be Good Development, and um, Rose Rock. Uh, mm-hmm. And so those are the three. So so there's very, three very talented, but but they're soliciting ideas uh, for redevelopment uh, of the F- Evans FinTube site. And if you're not familiar with Evans FinTube, if you know where Greenwood Culture Center, Evans FinTube is that big rusty building just to the east of of, of uh, the Culture Center and right behind Vernon AME Church. And so, so they were seeking uh, de- design and development ideas. Uh, our firm, there used to be a, a steel company. Yeah, that was, a, that was a steel company. So mm-hmm. it was part of Oklahoma Steel, which was over on Peoria. That was mm-hmm. their slag division where all the, the, the metal scraps would go there, and, and, and then uh, they would process the metal scrap back into to steel deal. So that was kind of where that was. And so uh, they decided they wanted to redevelop this site. And the, the, the site had a difficult location, but they wanted ideas. So our firm was one of the ones that began to kind of began to kind of imagine what can happen uh, on that site. But you know, our our thinking goes beyond what can happen on that site. But how can we connect that back to uh, Greenwood and then recreate ownership by the community within the community? And so, so what we are now is we've been having community meetings. They had the second community meeting. Uh, last week, and boy, was they turned out for it! Didn't oh they? man, the, the turnout has been amazing. I oh, mean, my I, goodness, I, I, yeah. I, you know, I, I, thirty-six events. Yeah, you? exactly, thirty-six events in the Charles Harper, the Molly, uh, and 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 Greg Robinson. I mean, that mm. team is doing a great job of getting oh, people phenomenal. out. Yeah, I mean, it, it it has been it it excites me. You know, uh, win, lose, or draw. I'm just glad to see people out. Our our team is is is, is local based team and, and and we're from the community uh and it's by design you know we have a lot of a lot of talent here mm-hmm. in this community mm-hmm. uh uh and i think a lot so, of time go ahead go ahead for that site mm-hmm. right there where that tin metal building is that used to be steel yeah a lot of people know where that's at right, right in back of uh, Vernon A. M. E. Yes, Church, yep. you know, in the back back there as you go around the winding road. Right, yeah. And next to the BMX Center was mm-hmm. their building, right? Yes, exactly. Right. So next to- what are the plans? I mean, how much money is allocated for that particular uh, uh, venue? I, I think that the, the, city? the city has, I think they have a, a 36 million is what was in the, I think it's somewhere around their $30 million is that mark. to renovate that? Uh, yeah, but that, that's part of it. Now, the, as developers, we have to come up with our portion of the funds as well. Uh, as our team, we, we've been able to really attract some tenants, some potential tenants, uh, a couple of anchor tenants that could make a project go, but still it's, it, it's dependent on uh, a continued investment for the city. I mean, as you know, this is a difficult site. You know, it's located on the very back part. You got the highway chopping off part. You have the railroads uh, that's going across there. And then you kind of have uh, the dark alley where, you know, where, where, where uh, that leads up to Greenwood mm-hmm. there. So it, it comes with its challenges. So you really have to have a vision of how do you make this a connected site to reimagine and rebirth uh, the spirit that existed in 1921, you know, and the only way you can do that is by going back to the heritage, to the ancestors, to the people that were there. You, you can't go to a different city and build that, <laughs> you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you can't go, I can't go to Virginia and bring somebody in and, 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 and get the spirit of black wall street, unless I go to Virginia and bring somebody who had 
have a connection or have ancestors directly tied mm-hmm. uh, to the city of Tulsa. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of what the city has required. And we've been really focused on working uh, that aspect of our plan, making certain that we're not coming up with the ideas, but we're following the suggestion and the input of the community. Of the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so everything that we've designed has been at, the, at what we've heard from meeting one and we come back to meeting two and we've put things together. And now the third and final meeting will be uh, a culmination of what we heard from meeting one, what we presented in meeting two and the feedback we got back from meeting th- uh, two to get to meeting three and the final selection process. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. You know, so with with that being said, and the $36 million and you got to divide it up amongst certain entities, Mm -hmm. correct? When will that development actually start taking place? Our plan would be to start uh, next year, probably ne- next summer, depending on negotiation with the with the city. You know, the, okay. we're, we're doing a lot of front work on there, and 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 like you say, our we would want to to work with with talent and unique ideas to bring things uh, that's going to be uh, centric to the community. You know, I, I, I believe that our field, our music, our training is an attraction to all. Right. Yeah, that's what will bring people there. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think, you know, uh, when I was at the chamber back in the 90s, uh, when we first got the Home Depot downtown, you know, everybody said that was a big celebration. And Mickey Thompson, who I work for, he said, mm. he said, William, he said, that's not a celebration. He said, that's easily duplicated, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. And, and what happened is then Owasso got one, uh, Sam Springs got mm-hmm. one. So, everybody got so a Home this, Depot. Yeah, huh? Now this economic impact that you had, this attraction, this funnel that you had to Home Depot began to dwindle. Because, because, because they got yeah. other places. Right. And so I think that the FinTube site, should be one that's going to be unique to Greenwood that reflect who we are, uh, who we were, who we are, and who we will be in that. And so, therefore, we must be focused on that and then allow people, I, I believe if we do this quality, that we'll have people driving from Glenpool, you know, to come, yeah, in, come and, in. You know, but you have to give them a reason to pass a hundred restaurants to come downtown, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and I believe that specialty yeah, items exactly. and food. Yeah, yeah specialty right. items, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, unique apparel, I mean, jewelry, whatever. Mm-hmm. We have talented people in this community. Oh, a and ton of we, them. Yeah, and if we can create a destination center where we have a lot of people <laughs> that's there, that's what people People need to make mm-hmm. to make uh, a revenue. That, that's economic. It's people. You know, without people, all you have is space. You mm-hmm. know, and so so we believe. And, that, and we have such a rich culture oh, here, yeah. a black culture yeah. here, over here in Greenwood and North Tulsa. Yes. we've got. You know, I was over in Oklahoma City. Right. I was over there for a few days with the Juice Radio mm-hmm. Show, and what I heard from the African American black people over there. They were talking about how rich our culture was over here in Tulsa, yeah. Oklahoma. They said, we may have a little bit more economic development, mm-hmm. but you guys got all the history and the culture and the entertainers and all of that right. at a different level over there in Tulsa. Yeah. And I think that part of it is what you're just talking about mm-hmm. is missing. Yeah. And if we could get some of that back, mm-hmm. oh, man, people will be coming here from all over the world. Well, I think that, like you say, you as as a, a local uh, a black developer, you know, 
I'm not just looking at two meetings to develop this. You know, no, I, I want to. Sure. Yeah, I, I want to work with the community uh, uh, every day because, like you say, that that's just an eleven acre site. If we're going to recreate what we had back in 1921, they oh, had man. 35 square blocks. You know, you got to get it, some more property right. going on, some it, more stuff. Happening. Yeah, and then two, I think we got some great partners. With the plan, we have opportunities to attract great partners to invest in us uh, and invest in our ideals. But we must stay focused on the talent that we have uh, within the community to build from, because that's what's going to generate the economic driving. Yeah, it'll help. Right. Yeah. And, and like I say, mm-hmm. the, 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 the county has been very, you know, receptive to things going on. The city, I think, have a renewed. I think people kind of feel like, I mean, when, when we hear people say, oh, we, 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 don't, we hope that this deal come. We've been through this before. I, I, I hear them. I mean, you know, we, as a, as a, as a uh, professional services firm, we, we've competed on many city jobs that, that's been let and never got any, you know, but, but finally we have worked and got ourselves to a skill level that we believe it makes us competitive. So, you know, there was two different ways we could have approached this. We could have became bitter and say, oh, I'm never going to go back there again. And we could learn from our mistakes, uh, strengthen uh, the areas of weakness and come back. So I believe that we are uniquely equipped talent that still resides in North Tulsa today. When I sit here at, at, at K Bob, you know, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a resource, you yeah. know, and so we must figure out how to invest in this. I mean, how, how, how great would this? Yeah, I mean, how how great would this be when if you have a full blown uh, oh, uh, man. studio, you know, where that's the where people can learn, where you can take kids it, from learning, kind of like teach them. yeah, like we was talking about with with with, with Wayman and my brothers, you know, mm-hmm. we started from a young age, and you know, and, and, but let people blossom into their own strength. Music yeah. was not my strength, but mm-hmm. economic development became my strength, you strength. know, and, 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 and so I believe if we can create that energy within our community. And, and the best way to do it is how do people hear it? They either hear it on the radio, read it in the paper, mm-hmm. or see it on TV. Sure. You know, so why not invest in a, a in an asset that's already up and going? Yeah, uh, and that's the radio station because we can we can reach a lot. You gotta of people have communication, that, you know? man. Yeah, you know, because people misunderstand a lot of times. You know, they they they, they, they misinformation. Is and the, and also, I I've learned that mainstream media will tell our stories the way they think oh, yeah. they need to be right. told. Right. But when you have a black entity like we got over yeah. here, we're small. Exactly. But we do a whole lot and we tell our stories right. our way because yeah. we're not governed by what to say by anybody. Yeah, exactly. So we can just, uh, the thing that we lack is the income and the funding mm-hmm. to get a bigger signal to go out and right. a bigger this and a bigger right. that. Yeah. You know, and uh, we're working towards it right. though. So well, just, I think, like I say, working together mm-hmm. with, 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 with you and coming up with ideals are things that I believe that, that in development in North Tulsa, that's what we need. We need to have a, a, a radio station. I know we, we, we do have um, uh, the uh, FM station already. Yeah, know? we got uh, – um, yeah. But like you said, I think we got to have one that's really – Community centric, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and it's got to be state of the art. Yeah, it's got to be to where the young people are exactly. very interested in coming. Right, not only talking on the radio, yeah. but they got podcast studios and and they got 
uh, our social media platforms that right. they can connect with as well yeah, exactly. in this particular facility. Right. And a lot of stuff is just yeah. going on. And it's an attraction mm-hmm. for our young and our old right. people to come to, you know, well, around the restaurants and stuff. You know? if you if you could imagine Greenwood being a place where people can come, it's a destination for Kids that want to do technology. Why? Because we eliminate, or we 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 minimize the barrier to to entry. You know, we we make places live workplaces where they can come and, and afford. You know, uh, 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 but you you look at the radio. You look at uh, technology. You look at dance. You look at, at, at theater. At, at, all yeah, of theater. Kind of- Hospitality, yeah. Theater North. I see. I mean, oh, we man, can do some things. That, they I mean, need it. But yeah, bad. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. tell people all the time, what type of what what Greenwood was in 1921 is, and you know, it 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 it, it became something to every other city. You know, Bill Street was once Greenwood, you know, right, but that, exactly. that, that, uh, 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 Branson probably was once built, you know, because right. you had live performances, uh, that people wanted to stop through. They, they, they wanted to test the audience because they knew people knew music in that area, you know, well, you knew that you, you traveled mm-hmm. on the road. You wanted to go, you wanted to play in front of music, people that knew sound because you could test out your new show. So when you went out on the road, you knew you had a good show, you know, and so yeah, you did. Uh, and, and then, like I say, there, there, the, the, the culinary arts opportunity, you know, where where you can get the talents for culinary arts. I mean, we have young people uh, waffle Man, that, can, you know. Yeah, I can, mean, exactly. yeah, I mean, you have the, I mean, different, I, so many, know, people, so much different yeah, things. I mean, so so like you say, our our deal is is to build off of the talent that exists in our city and. You know, we don't, give them the yeah, outlet. Exactly, give them the outlet, and 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 let our talent be the attraction, and not have to go. You know, I, I don't believe we have to go uh, get a model from from a different city to build anything. That's here. true. <laughs> yeah, that's know. true. I believe that we can, build our we, own can yeah, we can learn things from other cities. Don't get me wrong, mm, but we but can build our own. Model. We can build our own model. I, I would I would invest in our local people, and I will invest every day and take a risk with them before I go take a risk trying to bring something on the outside in here and make it fit. Because it may not work. Right. But it'll fit if it comes from our own people with our own. Because we have a lot of creative ideas. Yes. And and we just need to implement those ideas into our projects and things and our young people. And I, I sit around and I just sometimes say, wow. You know, when I first started this radio station, I was told, by a few people, oh man, what you trying to do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't know. You're a musician. You're trying to open up a radio. You don't know nothing about radio, you know. And I was told that. Right. And I say I can show you better than I can tell you. Yeah. But you got. But I I I became consistent. Right. In my research, in my development, I got Ramal Brown in here. My yeah. son Trey is in right. here, yeah. and Dean Finley, and all right. of us oh, got yeah. together. Right. And you know, we just made it happen. Right. You know, we brainstorm, sit around, did some planning, and boom, here we go. Mm-hmm. Now we got thousands of listeners right. listening. Yeah. You know, and so we can do that down there. Yeah. You know. And can. I think, like you said, you you've already. I mean, you, you you have you have Dean, you have Ramal, you have all of these people. Yeah. That's already, and I think that the thing that you know, 
you should see people's face, you know, not not just people from out of the state. Mm-hmm. But when I tell them that, you know what, in this area here, you, you, you're talking about North Tulsa like it's like it's like it's broken down. It's not. It's not broken down. You know, down there, at there all. are homes starting at two fifty, going all the way up to four hundred thousand dollars being built right, right here in this area, in this area, in this community. Right. And, and, and so when you look at it. You know, when you talk resilience, that's what we have here. I mean, we we are a resilient people, and and I think that that's what we are excited about. That's what's gonna that's what's gonna rebuild Greenwood is working with those people who have been resilient, that stayed here, that that grew up here, then now they're making an investment back in this area. You know, that there Brady Heights is is, is to the it's to the west of it, but you know Greenwood they still have some homes going. Now I just think if we begin to build back a area that can draw people here, and like you said, Dean and Dean Finley and and the, the work that you guys have done, we don't have to go out and reduplicate that. All no, we need to we do now is it. build on it, yeah. build on it, and invest in right. it, and make it do what it does. Yeah, exactly. You know, and when you get good people together, yeah. You can make things happen. Right. You can make things happen. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think that that's you know so that's our goal when you when you talk about who twenty twenty is. We are a resource that 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 we believe we're going to work with mm-hmm. with with local people. You know, don't mean that we won't bring outside expertise in for for areas of 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 of, of need. But yeah. we're not using ex, outside expertise is not driving. Exactly. Our, you know, and our we development. need our people to oh, invest yeah. in the exactly. in, in ideas and right. stuff. What to bring? You well, know, so that's uh, besides just the same old same old. Yeah. And I believe you know? that what we're what we're doing is we're structuring a package. Uh, uh, a, a, a a proposal, a project uh, that that can that people can invest at whatever level they're in. You know, if, if you know if you, if you need time to develop, you can. I mean, so we can go from everything from pop up to storefront to a, owning a full bone space. But getting businesses to scale is our job, and the only way you can get them to scale is by having constant flow of people there. And we know we can draw people there because Juneteenth. We drew 30,000 people, you know, 25,000, 30,000 people. 30,000 people just for Juneteenth. How about if we could have that there, that type of energy there year-round? Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, exactly. And we need that type of energy, you know, just constantly. We don't have to wait just for a holiday just to have that kind of energy. Yeah. And I believe that that's what we're 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 trying to that that that's our attempt. That's what we're proposing for that site. It's something that draw people there. You already have BMX. It's going to draw uh, a crowd there. And, now, how do you think that's going to do the BMX? I, I think BMX do. It's going to bring it's going to bring visitors. You know, I think that that's. You know, I I, I don't want to disclose too much of what what right, we're planning, right, right. but BMX is going to draw people there. What we need to do is is have amenities there that represent us, that let people taste it, and they're going to come back. I, I, I have no doubt that people will come back and visit and stay. We don't want just people to come and visit and take their money out of you know we right. we gotta have we gotta have uh uh chances for them to stay there, for them to move there. Yeah. Uh for them to buy food there, buy T shirts there, buy you know everything, everything. all right. kinds of souvenirs yeah. and, and, and and so, so uh, we, that's we a, can make some income. Oh yeah, because you already have uh, an attraction there in BMX. People are going bike riders are going to come to BMX. You know they're they not, are. They're not going to go to some place else. So, yeah. so we may as well take advantage of that investment that's been made and mm-hmm. and build from there. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we say you know if we if we have if we have 
think like a, a radio can go nationwide. You know, you it's got the strong worldwide. power worldwide. Right. You exactly. know, uh, uh, that that's kind of the thing that that we look at. You know, the newspaper. You have, you know, you have the the Black Wall Street Times. I mean, you know, the Oklahoma uh, Eagle. Yeah, Oklahoma Eagle. Of, uh, yeah. uh, I mean. And when you look at the, 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 the resilience and the talent that they, that's what we want to promote because they understand our, you know, our story. They know how to tell our story. You right, know? Exactly. I think that a lot of time people hear mainstream media speak, give our story from a sympathetic uh, view and not an empathetic view. When you've lived it, you can explain it a lot better than when you've seen it, <laughs> you know, or heard the story. That told. is true, man. And so what we need to do as a community is share those stories, but allow that feeling to be shared when people come in. It's, you know, that people can sense spirits, you know, when they come into places. And that's what we want to, that's what 1921 had. And I believe that the, the talent still exists today. And so if we can tell our story from a empathetic side, uh, we this is what we live. Uh, we need you to understand this about who we are. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're, everything is not, a, oh man, that, oh, bless their heart. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're not beggars. <laughs> we're, we're resilient. We're, not big, we're, yeah, we're, we're creators. We, we, we are builders. And I think that that's kind of what we want to promote uh, from this development is, highlighting those very aspects of who we are as a people, who we are as a community. One thing I I tell people all the time when I travel, one thing about Tulsa, when Tulsa decides to get it right, they get it all the way right. Mm -hmm. And I believe that the timing is right. I believe that with the right plan, this can be the right people. Yes, right people. This will become a world-class model. And I've not met one individual who said, oh, that's not going to work. But it's going to take us in the community, U.S., us, you know, Almost in this definitely. community, yeah, working together and, 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 and you know, making certain that uh, we accomplish these things together. That's true, and we must work together. Yeah. You know, that's the only way. Together we can. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, that's together. what we can do. Yeah. Together we can. And uh, so um, uh, this project going to take place next year, maybe, yes. you know, uh, everything goes right. Mm-hmm. Take place. City's gonna get involved, and they're gonna look at the community, and people are gonna be bringing their ideas of what we need. We've talked about need in the needs of a uh, uh, restaurant right. and entertainment and uh, uh, media sources mm-hmm. and uh, clothing stores and all of that going down there because uh, it's it's a needed situation, right. which will help us come out of this oppression and depression. Yeah depressive state of mind because like right now i mean if we wanted to go somewhere in north tulsa where we gonna go right i mean you know like we don't have no place to go right mm -hmm. now yeah but you have retro you can go retro retro's maybe open right that's yeah that's that's maybe what else uh you got i mean like i say it's hit and miss it's not a lot of you know that's about the size yeah you have you you have waffle that you have waffle that least you have but when you just talk about aren't they closed right now I'm not for sure. I think that I, I think I read. I'm not for certain. Yeah, right. But I think, like you said, but if you can if you can blend all of those types of ideas and, and right and, in that particular and, area and plug in some of the other things for mm-hmm. people that want That's to true. come down. I mean, I, it would be you know. The, the, it would be great to see those businesses scale, and that yeah. you know that that's that that is the that is the uh, the and, challenge. You know, and that's a cha- also a ch- uh, issue is that 
a lot of times when studious young black people mm-hmm. graduate right. from Tulsa, mm-hmm. they want to leave. Right. And they go and move to other cities and other places, and they don't come back. Right. You know, yeah. they just move away. Yeah. They just move exactly. away. When if you had something here for them to mm-hmm. stay and be involved with, it'll right. be a more of attraction for them to even uh, come back home yeah. and do some things. You know. Well, well, I think that that's where we have to do something that that that's exciting. You know, exciting. Uh, that 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 that's drawing people here because. You know, I, I I hear more and more uh, black kids when they come back to visit, like, man, I didn't know all this was here. But yet and still, mm-hmm. nothing, very few things reflect us. You know, downtown, it, it, we're it, not reflected at we're all not in downtown. downtown. We're not downtown. You know, and, and like you say, and, 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 but yet and still, our, 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 our dollars are going down because that's the only thing we have to we do. We have no so, choices. So when, I, when we looked at this, we, we, you know, we, we really took a long, hard look and said, can we do something here before we even try to start putting something together? Because I didn't want to waste money or time. People don't realize how much time and dollars you spend on, on trying to respond to, a, you know, RFP. So, so that was the first thing. Then the second thing is we had to go and identify, you know, dollars, you know, investors that would invest. And like you say, so our ability to be able to, to share a story through words, but we highlight what the value is from our community is that's what's encouraged us to keep moving forward. And, and so I think that the, the, the next step is, is is continuing to build on the ideals that people have, but begin to shape out. I mean, some of them don't work. I mean, you know, but you have to be honest with people. You know, hey, look, it, you know, feasibly, feasibly it does not work right now. And that's okay. People would rather you tell them the truth than to lie to them, you know. That's true. And so what we want to do is, is be truthful. We want to honestly evaluate. Be, be yeah, exactly. But right. but I do know one thing is that we have the talent and the ability in here. And we're going to figure out how here. to put something together where we can generate the economic yeah. uh, out of those I things. get tired of hearing people say, oh, ain't nothing in Tulsa. Yeah. Ain't nothing going on right yeah. there. It's here. Right, yeah. This is like a diamond in the rough. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, monks, especially in our community, as as you can see now, I've noticed a lot of gentrification taking oh, place. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, a lot of big corporate right. businesses, the Wendy's and the oh yeah, the Quick Trips and all that are yeah. moving over back over here. Right, and you got developers who are building, like you said earlier, yep. two hundred and fifty thousand dollar homes. Right, yeah, they're coming this way. Right, yeah, you yeah. know. They're coming this way, so don't you guys be giving up your your property and yeah. stuff. You know, that's, that's what we try to tell you. know, the, mm-hmm. the, the the greatest thing if you own it is, is your property. You know, and and like you say, even through gentrification, there there are there are black people that's built four hundred thousand dollar homes oh, right exactly. up the street. You know, and so when we look at it, we have to figure out a way to increase the value in that property. And the more things you have close enough for them to do, get to to. to to attend and go to the greater their value stays, and then mm-hmm. that makes more people mm-hmm. go, and, and that makes that that makes our area a lot more profitable. And, and like mm-hmm. you say, people people look at it. I mean, uh, it, you know, the, the the toughest thing is is that a lot of time white corporations see value in our people before we see it. Yeah, and you know the thing. Of, also, <laughs> yeah. the thing about it is we have black people who have money. Yeah. 
They got funds, right. man. It's yeah. not like we just stone broke over right. here yeah. in our community. Yeah, exactly. You got you got gentlemen and ladies who retired oh, yeah. from American Airlines, right. Post Office, oh, yeah. uh, City of Tulsa, right. pension funds, been in the military, yeah, exactly. and they got some funding and stuff like that. We just got to get in the habit of utilizing our mm-hmm. own money right. and purchasing some of this land yeah, and doing exactly. and doing some of this building and not just expecting everybody else's entities to do everything for yeah. us. Yeah, that's good, you know, but we have to do something for ourselves. Right. Well, I I think that one of the things is you have to put together a plan, and that's what we're putting together the plans for uh, uh, people. Mm-hmm. especially community people who've mm-hmm. been able to do real well to see an opportunity for uh, themselves to, to invest and have ownership in this development. Ownership, know? right. Uh, because ownership is important. You know, I, I made a statement at our meeting the other day. You know, I, when I rent a car, if I have that car for a week, I never go wash that car because it's a rental car. Exactly. Exactly. And so, right. so we wonder why things don't work in this community because we only have renters. We want to have owners in, in in our development because then people will take care of it. They're gonna they, they, they're gonna clean it up. They're gonna make sure it looks good. They're gonna take care of those things. And I think if we do that and you put together a quality development, then the money that's here will be invested in there. But I mm-hmm. I, I think that we get so conservative sometimes. You know. For me, I, I'm willing to risk it all because I, I value my community that much. I yeah. see that talent that much and, in my community. And we community. have to reach out to our community, even yes. out at 52nd Street, right. and out in Deep North, yeah. you know, out there. Because where I look at it, when I, when I came back home and um, I went around North Tulsa, drove around, I, I had taken a job with the city. Okay as a code enforcement officer. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and I went around the city. They gave me a car and all that. Right. And what I noticed is that Black Tulsa, we don't really have what I call a ghetto. Mm-hmm. No. We have impoverished areas, right? but we don't have a, I don't see a bunch of tent cities and cardboard boxes yeah. and, and communities. Now, I haven't seen some rough stuff oh, in, yeah. the, in the Detroits and the Chicago's and L.A.'s yeah. and Houston's and Ooh, I didn't yeah. seen some some ghetto stuff, you right, know. Yeah. But here in Tulsa, we don't actually have that. Matter of fact, I had a couple of people when I was over spoke over job court one time. Uh, somebody was telling one of the counselors, "Hey, I got me an apartment. It's real nice. It's gated community. It's a, it was Comanche, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> They're from Chicago. Right, yeah. it, it was Comanche. And I was saying, wow. Yeah, you know, yeah. That, they actually, that was luxury. That right. was really, it's oh, really yeah. nice. It's two bedroom, three bedrooms. Right. And, you know, and I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. And that is so true because I, I, I had a I had a couple of uh, economic development friends of mine that we started out in economic development. We mm-hmm. were, we were. Uh, I think it, when I first started, it was me and one other gentleman out of uh, Silver Springs, Maryland, and and uh, then it was another one. But anyway, they came to town and and looked at you know. We said, well, I said, I'm going to take you to our ghetto. You know, let me let me take you to our projects. <laughs> <laughs> and when we pull up, they was like, when are we going to get to your project? Right. <laughs> you know, where the, where the projects? Right. Yeah. Where, where right. The, and so, like you said, I, I believe that you know. What, but what they, but but what both of them said was. They say, man, you guys have a lot to work with here because we don't, you know, we already right. have 
uh, uh, a, a good knowledge base, the re- resilience. We have talent that we can work with. So, like you just said there, you know, that right, people, right. people from big cities laugh at us when we yeah. try to say, oh, I'm going to take you to the bad area. Right. <laughs> you know, right. they, they well, like, yeah. Well, where are we going? <laughs> right. You yeah. know, where, where is it located? Exactly. Well, yeah. this is it. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, you know? yeah. I'm not scared. Yeah, they laugh. And you know the cost of living here in Tulsa is not bad at all no. compared to other cities. Right, yeah. You know, come, you know, yeah, nationwide, you exactly. go to other cities, you'd be like, ooh, a $200,000 right. house, i get you just a little bitty box. Yeah. You know? And, and you know, and I think another thing that we, well, then we can take advantage, you know, the, 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 the Kaiser Foundation has been recruiting people to come in. I, I, I really think that, that as we develop North Tulsa, not just the FinTube site, but the other properties in that area, mm-hmm. it attracts. It'll attract some of your. I I believe that we'll have uh, uh, Fortune 200 and Fortune 400 black-owned companies wanting to move to Tulsa because number one, we're centrally located. I mean, you know, you can get to anywhere uh, at the same amount of time, you know, and and the, two, the cost of living, you know, and then the only thing lacking is is just a good diverse. Uh, a city where it's something for everyone, you know, mm-hmm. something where everyone feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you said, I, I, you know, I, I love jazz music, you know, and blues, you know, so, but I can't force that on everybody. So you got to have a little bit of something for everybody mm-hmm. uh, to go in there. And, and sometimes that look like you're trying to be all things to all people. And that's not what you're trying to do, but you want everyone to feel like they have something that represent them right. in, the, in a development. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we're going to take another little pause for the calls. Hey, you're on KBOB 89.9 FM radio. William Tisdale is in the house, and we're going to take a break, and we're going to be right back. I'm going to cut myself off. Right back, okay? Hey, this is Ralph Johnson of Earth, Wind, and Fire, and whenever I'm in Tulsa, I'm tuning in to KBOB 89.9 on the FM. Hi, this is Abdul Raouf from the SOS Band. And when we're in Tulsa, we listen to KBOB 89.9 FM. Hi, this is David Pitcom from the Coop Surface. And when I'm in Tulsa, I listen to KBOB 89.9 FM, where old school is the right class to be. What's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you listen to KBOB. 89.9 FM, Bobby Eaton Show. Peace and black power. This is the Prince of Pan-Africanism, Dr. Umar Johnson. Whenever I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I'm listening to the Bobby Eaton Show. 89.9 FM, KBOB. For news, information, and critical analysis, the Bobby Eaton Show. That's where Dr. Umar hangs out. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Lester Troutman. It's that Troutman. From the group Zap. And when we in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we always listen to... Hey, Bob and Bill. 
Hey, this is Bobby Harris of the Dad. And whenever I'm in Tulsa, I listen to KBOB 89.9 FM. North Star Security and Private Investigation provides over 35 years of experience to ensure your security and investigation needs are met. Our officers are fleet and state certified. If you're seeking employment, stop by our website at www.northstarsecurityandpi.com. For details on quotes and employment opportunities, call today at 918-248-6592. That's 918-248-6592. North Star Security and Private Investigation. Did you know? that sickle cell disease affects people from all races and ethnicities. Sickle cell disease can look like you, and sickle cell disease can look like me. You can carry the sickle cell trait and never even know it. The state of Oklahoma and supporters of families with sickle cell disease incorporated are invested in educating Oklahomans about sickle cell disease and other inherited blood disorders and traits. For more information, visit us at www.oksickleinfo.org. with Addie Mae's Food for the Soul, where we cater to vegan, Presbyterian, and everyday sultry soul food. We have Meatloaf Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, Chicken Meat Wednesdays, Turkey and Dressing Thursdays, Fish Fridays, Barbecue Saturdays, and Sundays is our sultry soul food. We're located at 5266 North Peoria. You can contact us with call-in orders at 918-845-2989, and we also deliver with DoorDash. Hope to see you soon. Sunday Dinner by Janet, the place you can get all of your Sunday dinner favorites, such as chicken and dressing, country-style meatloaf, southern fried tactics, so much more. No need for you to wait until Sunday anymore. You can visit us every Thursday through Sunday from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. Dine in or carry out. That's Sunday Dinner by Janet, located at 531 East Apache in the historic Apache Circle Center. Have a question? Call me, 918-951-5143. Thank you for calling Sunday Dinner. This is Janet. How can I help you? Oh, yeah. Hey, we're back on the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories always. Hey, tune in to the Bobby Eaton Show every Monday, Wednesday, and Monday and Wednesday, 6 p.m., Saturdays from 12 to 2 p.m. Also on Saturdays, it's Dale, Mr. Groove, Taylor, right after the Bobby Eaton Show. And, hey, this is where we tell our stories always. In the studio, William Tisdale. Hey, man, back, we've been covering a whole lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of educational stuff. So you guys need to, this show is recorded, mm-hmm. you know, so you can go back 
If you missed the show or some of your family members or friends missed the show, okay. you can go back and play it, you know. And all you need to do is go to fa- Facebook Live, mm-hmm. KBOB 89.9 Facebook Live, and it's right there. Okay. You know, so it's going to be. So all my family members, you guys go do that right now. Yeah, go do that right <laughs> now and share it. You know, yeah. we want you to share. Yeah. You know, share all this content and all this information, you know, because uh, we brought we broadcast on several uh, platforms. Yeah. You know, yeah. several platforms. One of my brother in Dallas, no, he he listens to you, and I got friends in, in California that listen to you. So they that's how they that's how they kind of keep up keep with what's, up going, what's on going on. Here, you know, and I mean, yeah. and, and it's amazing that we don't take it to a next scale. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we are a low-power right. FM yeah. radio station on the FM side. Right. Yeah. But we do have the live streams that go all over the globe, you know, through the Internet. Right. Well, you know, you've got to realize you, you've accomplished something that a lot of these little stations haven't. Uh, survival. Once again, resilient. <laughs> you still yeah, are, well, I'm still a lot of them hang. start, but they don't, they don't finish. You I'm know? trying so, to hang in there. Well, like you say, that, those are things that I think we can, we can, we can build and work. Work on you know from 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 Turley to Greenwood we we, we have to build every aspect and, we do. and like you say and I I think like you say there has been great commitment uh, uh, from from the county and and from you know the the, the city to make this a, a better now we just have to start doing it ourselves building we do. Uh, ourselves kind of like what you said all along you know we're we, we we need the energy of our young people to take the wisdom that us older people have 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 gained uh, to run with it. You know, because they're our future, yeah, man. Exactly, they're our future. You and, have to invest right, in the young. Exactly, and so I I don't want to. You know, I want you to tell me what, what works, and then let's figure out how to make it feasible and how to scale it. You know, like you say, if if you're not making money at it, you're gonna go hungry and go out of business. You know, but. We can figure out how to make it scalable together. You know? That's true. I think that's, that's, true. that's kind of what we always say. True. Together we can, you know. Yeah, and we need we need the professional people with the knowledge like yeah. yourself and others who know how to put this thing together to make this thing work. Yeah. It's got to work. Yes. Because if, if you put something together and it don't work, it's just you don't you didn't do your research right. properly. Yeah. You know, to make it work. And that's what I feel, you know, uh, when we get together and creative minds can mm-hmm. make things happen. Yeah. And, you know, I can tell you that like on our team, you know, the excitement level, uh, we have uh, Anthony Brown with DP Partners. DP Partners was the very first black architect firm uh, to do government work. So, wow. you know, and so they've been around for, for so years. Great, yeah. great people. Exactly. And then we have Dr. Yep. Mary Lee, who is, who is well known for, for for how to create generational wealth and come up with the ways for for ownerships to be uh, modified and molded. So we put together a, a and team some developers that, right, too, exactly, huh? and some developers that really know how to make things happen. So when people look at it, I mean, I have the we we've been blessed with the talent, but we've been blessed to make connections with people. Who that know look, how to yeah, do it. They know how to do it, and they know how to bring that value out. And so, so like you say, when we look at at where we are, you know, it, it, we used to always say we're only as strong as the weakest link. And if we if we say uh, uh, Greenwood is the weakest link, we got to make that strong. If if, if Turley's the weakest link, we have to make that strong. If thirty six, whatever that is, but we have to make certain 
that we represent ourselves. You yeah, know, we do. In a, in, in a light. But also, we need to learn, we have to be appreciative, too, of things that and are respectful. done. Right. And mm-hmm. so... So I think that, that 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 the radio is a great way to to, to like you say to share our story, right? And and so like I say, I think that most of the time we get mad at people because they don't know. Well, they don't know because we haven't shared with them. So that's I, true. You know, I think that that's kind of the thing that that I have to be deliberate on letting you know things so you can share with your audience. You know, mm-hmm. they're like uh, what we're doing right. now. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so so you know, those are things there. I I, I tell people if, if we can support two hundred churches in this neighborhood, don't you think we can support? Some businesses, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. we got a bunch of churches, yeah. Too. And so, so there, 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 there's, there's very, there's very little variation between support, you know. But we just value. I mean, like I say, we grew up a, you know, a spiritual community. But if we, if we look at business the same way as we look at our spiritual relationship, and we, we patronize, and we, 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 we go, and we work, and we support those businesses, like Oasis Market. I mean, hey, look, let, let's go there. Go okay, shop so great. I mean, yeah. you know, I, 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 I go there. I'm not looking at price. I'm going there to support. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm no, going I, there. That's you know, the only place I right. go to shop. Yeah. And, you know, so, mm-hmm. so when we look at it, when I look at it, my reason for going there is to support. And I think that that's kind of uh, somebody uh, – uh, Miss Wanda from Wanda J. She stood up at the first right, meeting. Exactly, she, I remember. Yeah, she, I was there. Yeah, she, I heard her. Yeah, she yeah. gave a. She said, you know, all we need is for you. And and she's been around for years. I remember mm-hmm. when she was out by McLean. I remember go out there. too. <laughs> yeah, right, you know, right. uh, we would go out there back when I was at the chamber. I would take mm-hmm. I would take everybody that came into town. You know, and, uh, yeah, my dad uh, used to yeah, hang out there. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. and people used. To, oh, you take yeah that that but that was Wanda my food. Yeah, and people. And and, and, and and white people are, are people that came into town. They wanted to go to Wanda J's because right. they love the food. I mean, you know, we would go eat breakfast there. Mm-hmm. But I was proud because I knew that the food was going to be good and consistent. So when she said we just have to learn to support each other and, 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 and be proud of who we are. That's what I, I mean, I, I, I love eating my food. <laughs> you know, I, oh, I'm a sure. girl. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't keep this slim figure by eating, you know. <laughs> you know, I, I eat greens and, right, and you know, neck right. bone, yeah, you know, neck I got bone, a yeah, macaroni, and cheese, yeah, macaroni cheese, sweet potatoes, potatoes and, yeah. And I just had cornbread. Had you know? it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. you know, I got it from I ate and went over to Janet's and got some yeah. Stuff. But, yeah. But man, you should see, you know. But those are the things that we look at, that, that we look at. Now we do we we can cook anything real well, but when we put our little twist on it. It's unique to what we do, and so it is. So that's the you know that's the fun thing. So so like I say, it's important to be able to keep telling our own, sharing our own story. We, <laughs> you know? we got to, yeah, because we live in 2021, and right. technology is a big thing right now. We walk around with these what I call cell phone computers in yeah, our hand, exactly in our hand, and you can research almost anything that your mind can right. imagine yeah. right on your phone. Exactly. And, you know, it was a time we didn't have cell phones. Right. You remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And all, we, all you had is a phone in the house, mm-hmm. one or two phones, a, a little princess phone, right. or one hanging on the wall. Yeah. And that's all you had. And people yeah. communicated amongst themselves more yeah. around, around the, brec- the breakfast and dinner mm-hmm. table, 
families were communicating more. Now, well, you remember you had the little dial where you stick dial, your finger man, in there. Right. Man, don't mess up on that number. You have to start man. all over again. You know, you uh, get to you, that. You had to hang zero, up and yeah, start all over start again. Up. And 9189 was the last number. And that so was it. Yeah, right. know, but, but yeah, that, you know. Yeah, but, I remember that too well, yeah, man. Yeah. Too well. And then we, we thought we was hot. Then we went we to the push button. Yep. Push you button know? and the push button was really, you know, that was that was hot, you know, was hot, hot stuff. And then we went to car phones. Remember the car- little pole that they, said they, in the you remember the bag phones yes, and all exactly. of that? Yeah, yeah. car and, phone sitting in an antenna on the back yeah, of the car. Right. Yeah. And, and <laughs> so, so you know, like Alexa, <laughs> we we don't know what that have to do with development, but it's, it's our history. It's <laughs> you our know, history. It was a, you know, <laughs> and you had to modify because you know we went from. We went from big old 45s and 33 yeah. records all the way to right. CDs yeah. and, and cassettes. Exactly. And, you know, the CDs yeah. and CDs, the MP3s. Right. So technology is steadily evolving. Yeah, yeah I do. And we, it's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, and you need to use it in a good way. Right. So communication is a thing yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. People are communicating. Right. They're they got pod, their own podcasts and oh, yeah. all of the this uh, YouTube and right. Netflix and right. you you know everything is just and we have to incorporate a lot of that stuff with what we're doing yeah. today, especially for the young people, you know, and some of the older people too. Right. Yeah, you know, it's not all just about the young. No, you got you, some older people who embrace some of that right. stuff. Well, too. and like I said, you have to have something for for all. You know, like I said, I, I, I'm like, uh, I'm, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a grandparent now. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm, and like I, I, I tease people all the time. I said, man, if I would have known been have been a grandparent was so fun, I would have skipped the kids and went straight to the <laughs> grandparent. You know, but, Who you talking but about? Yeah, that's, that's yeah, not, right, that's right. not possible. But, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, we we have things. I tell people if I was trying to do a development that 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 was going to survive off. I'm in bed by eight nine o'clock because I wake up at four thirty yeah, in the morning. Yeah, you know, I, I'm just. I mean, that's just me. That's been automatically me. wake right. up. Huh? Yeah, and I, I may I wake, wake up, up early too, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I did make hit o'clock, me. Yeah, you know, I did make hit me at eleven o'clock, and I may I may wake up at eleven, start working, I'll never go back to sleep. But that's mm-hmm. just me. So, but I learned to value when I get a chance to 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 rest because. You know, my mind is one that when it starts working, I don't know how you, you know, I, I kind of like got that. Same song. That, you know, and so, so I I'm think working that, right now. Right. And so I think that what we have to figure out is how to keep a seamless communication structure where people can access, you know, I think accessibility. And that's what we want to do, you know, is make certain that we are accessible to people in the community where we can hear ideas. But like also, we, as a community, you know, I, I will be, you know, I, I'm about, I think my wife always get on me because I can be so direct, you know. I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how to beat around the bush if it's not a good idea. You know, people get she mad. She sure gets on you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, she gets, uh, yeah. But uh, I don't think, you know, but it's not that I, you know, and I, I never think that my way. She's a sweetheart, too, yeah, man. Thank you know, that's my, yeah, that's my, that's yeah. my, that's my, I think uh-huh. she's listening, you know, so I, I want to get a few brown. You better say the right yeah. thing. You oh, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? She is a, she is a sweet, yeah, but yeah. she, she keeps me lined up. So I, I run things by her. Because, you know, if it doesn't make sense, I just come out and said, I'm not trying to kill somebody's dreams. I'm just trying to, okay, let's get to a point to where we both can make sense of it, you know, because Mm -hmm. I think rhetoric a lot of times make us lose ground, you know. It does. We argue over, we argue over, over, over. Pity stuff. Yeah, over how we see things as opposed to how things can be. And so, you know, like you say, I'm always open. I will work hard for any idea that you have. 
Mm-hmm. I will work harder than, you know. It's like, uh, I, yeah, I believe in working hard for yeah, solutions. Exactly. Right. You know, work hard for solutions. Okay. We know what the problem is. Yeah. But what is the solution? Right. And, and then, know? like you say, once we get that, then, you know, then we can we can work together. But like I tell people all the time, you know, I, I, I don't ask you to trust me. Only I ask you to work along with me, you know, mm-hmm. that way. We can see where we go because, you know, people can make narratives about anybody they want. You know, they can do, they and can. at the end of the day, like I tell people, when this is all over, whether we win, lose, or draw, I will still live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> you know, this this is going to be home, you know. That's so, what it so is. So for me, it? It, 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 it's, it's more burden that if we do win this, and we are the successful bit, to make certain that we perform well, because that is a reflection of who we are as a community. But one thing I can tell you is that I know the value of our community. I've seen what people that are committed to social activism has done to change this community and make it go forward. And I respect them. You know, mm-hmm. I, I we need to celebrate everything we, that's we, done. We got to understand that we're standing on the shoulders of those who came before us. Oh, yeah. You know, who made it possible right. for us to even be talking on this radio oh, yeah. station right now. Yeah. There's an investment, and we must give back. Mm-hmm. You you got to give back, man. That's you true. know, you, you are, you're in debt. You need to owe. Oh, yeah. You need, yeah. You need to owe your, your, your ancestors and mm-hmm. people who invested in you. Right. Who made it, who sacrificed their lives yeah. so that you may live, you know, and have a prosperous right. life. Or do something well in life. Yeah. So often that we forget, we go off to college and we get this big old degree and stuff like that. And well, I worked hard. I did that. Yeah, you did work <laughs> right. hard, but it's because of those ancestors yeah. who came before you, who paved the way so you were able to even right. do yeah. that I, or get that good job. You right. know? Yeah, I, I pulled myself up on the bootstrap. Well, Whose who boots were you wearing? Right. <laughs> I mean, right. You know, exactly. you know, so, Somebody uh-huh. created those. Somebody for, yeah. is that for you. And, and, and so I think that that's kind of the thing that I believe that uh, what I'm beginning to sense and see in the community is is people working together. It doesn't mean we all have to think alike, but we're working for a common goal. Well, you just said something, because I remember back in the day, in the 60s and mm-hmm, 70s, mm-hmm. You had Martin Luther King, yeah. you had Malcolm X, right. you had SCLC, yeah. you had NAACP, mm-hmm. you had the Black Panther Party, right. and CORE, and all of these organizations that were different. Yeah. They were different, but they all worked for one common cause, yep. and that was equality mm-hmm. for all. Right. You know, And that was a common purpose. Yeah. They may have different... Uh, theories and, and ways of getting there, right, but yeah. they work for that one common cause. Exactly. And I, and I think, like say, investment, we just can't invest in one thing. We have to invest in all things that all impact things, that. You right. Know, from, from, from you can't social have tunnel, tunnel, right, yeah, yeah, tunnel exactly. vision. You can't be tunnel vision. Yeah, we can't it. pick and choose. And so, you know, because I think that that's kind of another way that people try to control uh, uh, our community is, you know, well, I'm going to invest in this because I like this. And, you know, but but I look at it this way. Everybody is a 10 in some area. They you are. Know? And, and 10 means excellent. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so so when I le- learn to understand when, when I'm in a when I'm in a weak area, area where I'm weak, I, I don't even get in that lane. I don't I, either. All I'm, at, I'm in the way. But, mm-hmm. you know, the area that I'm strong in, I'm like, okay, let, let's talk this through. And, and like you said, I, I think that what we have really started to notice is that now we can have 
communication with people within the communication, I mean, within the community that may have a different approach, but we have a common goal. So like you said, remember, the different approach doesn't mean that you're different. You're going for the same cause. Right, exactly. And it's important that we look at and we apply every approach to make certain that we don't repeat where we it's taken us a hundred years to get back to now. Exactly. And we don't want that uh crabs in the bucket syndrome, yeah, man. Yeah. You know? Be positive. Yeah, Think exactly. that we can we can you can go forward and you can achieve those. I tell people all the time, uh, I say, look, you can if you have something that you wanna achieve, work on it. Yeah. Go for your goals. Right. Don't just let anybody discourage you and put you down, and then you just don't never go for your right. goals. Yeah, exactly. You know, you exactly. never, you never, well, they told me I couldn't do this, so I just didn't do it. Right, yeah. And I think that that, when you think of those things there, that is the important thing that, you know, I think that our words, we need to make certain that we uh, guard the words that we say. You know, <laughs> we because, do. Because like you said, I mean, um, um, one, you can say one thing the wrong way and damage somebody for a long haul. Oh, <laughs> or, man. Or create an enemy for the long yeah, haul. Yeah, those words and, are powerful. Yeah, and so so I think that what, what, what I have been able to learn over the past 30 years of my career is to value. But at the same time, you know, I, I, I'm I'm one that lets you know how I feel to your face. I don't go behind your back and talk, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, but I, you know, so, so, so I, I, I always communicate, but I've always found out that, man, we can have great working relationship when we respect each other. And you know, that's we, the whole key. You said the key word respect. Yes. And if, if we, mm-hmm. if we respect and build, you know, um, I, I don't I don't have I don't have answers to everything, but I got a community that's resources that we can figure out everything. So, mm-hmm. like you say, we I you know, people people may say, "Well, you know, oh, you you are trying your group is trying to do everything here locally." No, we 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 value our talent here locally. You know, we, right. I don't believe I I can't I don't think I need to go to DC to have somebody tell me about the race massacre that they read about when we got ancestors ancestors right here who lived in yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, right. Uh, uh, you know, so so I think that that's the thing that we have to fight is is that 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 desire to want to go outside to bring value, you know, to who we are. You know, I I used to tell people I didn't I didn't never want to play on the best team. I wanted to play against the best team because mm-hmm. that only made me better. better. And right. so when I look at it, I think North Tulsa is the best team. So we it don't is. need to go join anybody else's no, team no, to, no. to be strong. But like you said, I think that the the thing that I go back to over and over again is when Tulsa decides to do something right, we do it right. And I think that for the North Tulsa community, for the Tulsa community, for the region, for the state, is that this is the time for us to put together a plan that will reshape this community for the next hundred years because it will be reciprocating. If we can show, if we can attract, if we can build then we're never going to have to worry about, you know, begging people because now we have businesses that's going to be, that's going to be benefiting from the economic impact of people coming in to visit, people coming in to spend money, people coming in to stay. 
preference of where they, they stay. So that's what excites me about what opportunities are out there. It's not, you know, it, 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 it's, it's the opportunity to showcase the community that I've grown up in that, that's embraced and loved, loved me and my family mm-hmm. in spite of even my wife's family. You know, we, we've been blessed to have a community that love us. And oh, the last sure. thing that we would want to do mm-hmm. is, is, is turn our back or, or sell them out or do anything like that. So, so I appreciate the opportunity to come on the radio station and share. You know, well, man, you, you know, it's great to even have you here as we uh, come to a close of the show here. Yeah. And uh, you're welcome anytime. Thank you. Tell our listening audience, how can they get in touch with you? What's going on with the meeting and mm-hmm. the times and places and things like that? Uh, you can get in touch with me at uh, info at 2020 management. Let me spell that. M-T-W-E-N-T-Y-2-0 mt tulsa.com i know that's a lot to swallow but it's 20 info at 2020 management uh tulsa.com and management is mg mary george mary tom tom union lincoln sam adam.com mm. and like you say we we, we want to hear from you there's no uh, bad ideas. If you want to send a message, send it. You, you, you're mad at me if I said something wrong. Send it to me. I, I got thick skin. You yeah, know, yeah. I, you can have it. Yeah, I'm not professing to be perfect. I mean, and I don't want my views and my ideas to to, to fit everybody. To remember, uh, being different is what makes us strong as a community. So, so please feel free to share whatever input you have. Uh, and like you said, uh, we want to hear it. We want to respond. We want to generate uh, that. But well, like I said, we got a great resource here at, at, at uh, K-Bob, and thank you so much for, like I said, I, 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 I see great things coming for Hey, man, for I hope station, so. Man. I pray yeah. that that happens, man. Yeah, it, it, like I said, like, yeah. it, if you don't try, you, you it, it will not happen. You know, yeah. 100% of the things you never try great. never happen. So. All right, go do it. William Tisdale, you guys, here on the Bobby Eden Show. Thank you, bro. Thank you. All right. Hey, we're here every Monday. Wednesday, 6 p.m., Saturdays from 12 to 2 p.m. Uh, get in touch with us. We're taking donations over here at uh, Eden Media Services, KBOB, KBOB 89.9, trying to pay the bills and everything that goes along with that. And we do need your support to keep this radio station going over here. 1533 North Norfolk, Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's easy to find on the corner of Norfolk and Pine Place. And um, that's where, hey, Mika in the mornings, uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Two Dog Sports Talk is tomorrow night at 6 p.m. For you sports lovers, football player fans, and stuff like that, tune in to Two Dogs. Juice Radio Show, Thursday night. Young people doing young people's stuff from various high schools and a little bit of college. You know, they come in here. And so uh, we got about 12 young people doing things and they're trying to raise money and trying to get a, a van like a 15 passenger van and the van is going to be utilized to be able to be a community van where we can service the community just think if we had a van over here we could go over to comanche or we can go over to vernon man and pick up little kids and take them out to utica square take them to gilcrease hills take them to some black businesses show them some things that they've never seen or witnessed before Oh, we could go out of town in uh, in that particular van right there. We could take 
go on seminars and different different events and things like that. Transportation is very important. I just recently took the Juice Radio show uh, to Norman, uh, OU in Norman, and to Oklahoma City in my motorhome. Boy, did we have a ball, y'all. We had so much fun going and stuff. And we, we had a hotel once we got there. You know, we got some rooms and stuff like that. But we were we were just riding all over, all down on Bricktown. We was hanging out, uh, trolley rides, all this kind of stuff down there in OKC. And I was discovering some stuff in OKC that I hadn't really time that I visited before. But uh, I just want you guys to think about the vision, think about the investment. We must invest in our young people. Hey, if you need to get in touch with us, eatonmusic2 at gmail.com. That's E-A-T-O-N-M-U-S-I-C, the number two, at gmail.com. That's how you can get in touch with us. Like I said, we are taking donations, so if you feel it in your heart, you know, to come over here and, you know, donate a little something-something for us, then just, you know, just do that. All right, until the next time, have a good one, and stay black. What's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you listen to 89.9 FM, Bobby Eaton Show. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Pastor Tim. And Nicole. And we want to encourage you guys to tune in Into to the, the His and, and Her Show, Living the Dream Show. We talk about so many issues from real estate, community events and activities, and so much more. That's right. We talk about business, helping you succeed the hustle and tips to help you and your family and home. Tune into the His and Her Living the Dream Show every Sunday night. Right here on 89.9 KBOB. Check us out on Facebook at His and Her Living the Dream Show. Hey, it's Denise with Addie Mae's Food for the Soul where we cater to vegan, Presbyterian, and everyday sultry soul food. We have meatloaf Mondays, taco Tuesdays, chicken wing Wednesdays, turkey and dressing Thursdays, fish Fridays, barbecue Saturdays, and Sundays is our sultry soul food. We're located at 5266 North Peoria. You can contact us with call-in orders at 918-845-2989. And we also deliver with DoorDash. Hope to see you soon. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWA.